The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 17th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten lepers approached him. Keeping their distance, they called out, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were made clean. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, were not ten made clean? But the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. I'm going to keep everyone where they are for a very big children's sermon. How are you? Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> As usual, I have a question. What's something in your life that you were very excited to tell someone? What's something in your life you were very excited to tell someone? Ooh, a trip to another country. Where were you going? South, around South America. Oh, around South America. That's awesome. It was kind of fun to share with other people what was in store for you. Were they all mad that you? No. <laughs> Some wanted to go. They were probably happy for you, right? Yeah. What's something else that you were really excited to share with somebody? Oh, that's, boy, I wish I could have been there. Yeah. Was anybody else there that day? Ah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Isn't that cool? These things that we want to share with people often make other people smile, don't they? Not all the time, but so often the things that we're excited to share with somebody else, people are equally excited to hear. I think this is part of who we are as people. We say that God makes us into a body, or God makes us into a church. God brings us together, right? And when God brings us together, what's good for one of us becomes good for us too. And what's great news for one of us, we hear with ears that hear it as great news. And what's amazingly healing for one of us heals a part of our hearts too. 
Now, it's certainly true that sometimes these things aren't always feeling the same things as though that are hearing it. And the ones who hear it have a little bit. They have a little bit of this thing that's good, this thing that's wonderful, this thing that everybody wants to share. I think it's our job. I think it's our calling. I think it is our duty and our joy to go out, to meet the things that we want to share on the road, the experiences we're going to have, the great, the great opportunities we have, the great happenings that happen around us, and to come back and to share with one another everything we've seen and heard. Because when God gives us blessings, sometimes it falls right in our lap, and sometimes it's for the sake of our neighbor. But we all need to hear these things. We all need to feel these things. So this week, I want you to pay attention to two things. One, what's going on in your life that you can tell other people about? Maybe there's not much this week. Maybe there's things that hurt. Good to tell others about that too. Two, I want you to pay attention to what everybody else is telling you. There's probably really good things and some really tough things that we all need to hear. Whatever it is, know that Jesus is in the midst of it. Jesus is there in our joys and everything in between. Does that make sense? Should we say a prayer? Let us pray. Gracious God, we give you thanks because you give us so many good things, so many that one person cannot hold them all. Help us. When we have good things to share with one another, stories and experiences and life, help us in the midst of tough things to share with one another too, so that we can all carry it together. Help us in the midst of this life to stay connected and together as one body that we might share all the good that you bring us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You can go back to your seats. I'm still going to do a regular sermon. <laughs> Boy, if there was ever a signal of like, hey, you can be done now. Like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh. In the name of Jesus, amen. I'm going to tell that story just because it's good. Just because it's good. In our lives, we have things. We have moments that happen to us that ring inside our hearts. And you know as well as I do, these moments can be diverse. There are things that we can't wait to tell each other 
I remember inside Kristen and I's life, moments of telling each other that we're going to get married and we're going to have a kid. We're moving to Artsville. All kinds of really good things. Equally difficult inside our lives are things that hurt. Someone's upset. Someone has died. Someone's leaving. I believe that we have a faith of journeying with Christ on the road. And as we walk on this road and as we go on this road, we will find indeed healing and we will find hardship and we will find everything in between. And we are meant time after time after time to come back and bring these things to the congregation. Because in the midst of the congregation, we find healing and we find wholeness and we do indeed find resurrection. This story in Luke is an echo of a story that we'll hear later on, the road to Emmaus. And if you remember this story, you'll remember that on the road to Emmaus, there are two disciples walking. It's the day of Easter morning, but they hadn't seen Jesus yet. They were walking along the road and telling each other everything that had happened and meet someone on the road. This is Jesus, but they don't recognize him. And so as they walk and as they journey, they tell him everything that's happened over the last three days. And then Jesus talks with them, opens up to them all and all the meaning of these actions, but they still don't quite recognize him. And then they get to the house and they say, stay with Lord for it is evening and the day is almost over. And he goes right into their house and invites their they invite him to eat, and he breaks bread and gives it to them. And in the breaking of the bread, they understand. This is Jesus. And at once he disappears. And so these two go running back to Jerusalem. It's a good eight miles, so they must have been pretty excited. They go running back to Jerusalem, and they go to the people that were locked in the upper room, and they tell them everything that they've seen and heard. And so on the Easter morning, we have both a sure sense of death that we share with one another and a sure sense of life too. We journey on the road, Christ with us, and we share hardships and joys and everything else. And then we're meant to bring it back. The story would be incomplete, wouldn't it, if these two didn't run back to Jerusalem? run back to the ones who had seen Jesus die so that they might tell them that Jesus is indeed alive. And the story today is similar, isn't it? Ten people stand far away from Jesus and they say, heal us. Jesus sends them to the priests and on the way, they are healed. On the road, they are healed. One turns back, praising God with a loud voice goes right back to that community that saw him sick and said, I am well, and lays flat on the ground at Jesus' feet. And Jesus points to us two things. One, that this man came back healed. Where's everybody else's story? And two, this man's a Samaritan. Faith is not only found in the people of Israel, not only found in the places where we expect it, but far and wide. This would be a different story. 
if all 10 just went on their way. It's a great individual thing, but we need hope, don't we? We need to hear stories of someone that's been healed because we know that healing is for us too. We need to hear stories about someone that's been raised from the dead because we need to be raised from the dead too. We need to hear stories about forgiveness, about grace, about mercy, because we need them too. I don't know about you, but the biggest I've had on my face is in hearing stories about things that happen to other people. And the largest yearning in my heart is out of hope that I've heard in other people's stories The dreams that I have for this world are found in the voices of other people. The prayers that I have for this world are found in the voices of the ones who pray outside me. The hope that I have for us as a congregation is found both inside of us and outside of us. We need to hear the stories of others. We need to share one another's stories. Because in them, in the things that we experience on the road, there is truly, beautifully healing, resurrection, hope. I believe as we sit, no one added to us and no one subtracted from us. As we sit here today, we have stories to tell. I believe today we have what we need to be the people of God in this place. I believe there will be people added to us, and in time, I believe there will be people added to the God's table. That's the way it always is, right? But I believe, I believe in the stories that we have along the road being enough and being the ones that teach us about who God is. I believe. I believe. I believe. So let's share our stories. Talk about everything that's happened to you on the road. Everything that's happened in your life. Share stories of joy and share stories of pain. Share stories of everything you've seen, whether or not you understand it. I believe in the midst of them. We will find our hope. We will find our healing. We will indeed find the very God that brings resurrection. Thanks be to God for what happens on the road Thanks be to God for a people to share it with. Thanks be to God. Amen.